And I lifted my fist and I shook my fist in the face of God and I said, to hell with you, God. I'm going to find someone to love me. With her first marriage in shambles, Kay ran far away from God and straight into a relationship with a married man. We ended up having an affair for two years. When I started the affair, I did not know that his wife was pregnant with her sixth child. When I found that out, I didn't even care. But I never knew love. I never knew truth. I never knew peace. The sweet release that brought me through. Kay Arthur is the co-founder of Precept Ministries International. You may have seen her books or Bible studies online. Maybe you've seen her on TV or heard her on radio. Kay is our guest on this episode of GPS, God, People, Stories. I'm Jim Kirkland. And I'm Phil Fleischman. Kay's affair is one of several terrible experiences she had as a young woman before coming to faith in Jesus Christ. She's going to talk some more about those experiences and share how God redeemed her past. Then we'll hear from Billy Graham with a word about sexual sin and redemption. After that early marriage which God performed in the Garden of Eden, sin came, sex was perverted and began to be used in a way that God never meant. More from Billy Graham later on, and you can always listen to full messages from Mr. Graham in our audio archives. They're online at findpeacewithgod.net. Just click on the blue bar there. The address again is findpeacewithgod.net. GPS. God. People. Stories. I am 84 years old. I was raised by a couple that uh, met when they were 19 and got married right away and were living during the Depression and that. And so I had a, I had a good childhood. Uh, church was a very uh, important part of our life, but it was more my social life. And so I went to church and I had a religion without a relationship. It's a relationship with Jesus that Kay didn't have. But she did have relationships with a handful of boyfriends, especially during college in Ohio. In fact, one of the guys said, uh, I said, what do they say in the frat houses? And they say, oh, we have a saying called a Kay Lee date. My name was Kay Lee at that time, L-E-E. And, uh, and I said, what is that? And they said, well, you go out with a girl and you have a lot of fun, but you don't get to first base. And I thought, well, that's a, that's a good reputation to have. So at the Fidelt house, I, um, uh, I would be dating one guy one week and another guy the next week and stuff like this. And that's when I met my husband. Kay's husband was named Tom. They got married in 1955. The marriage did not get off to a good start. We went on our honeymoon to Bermuda, and my husband sat me down, and he looked at me, and he said, You are now Mrs. Frank Thomas Getz, Jr., and these are the things I don't like about you. And I thought, I can't believe this. This is my honeymoon, and you're telling me that these are the things that you don't like about me? And I was absolutely crushed. Unfortunately, it was a sign of things to come. Kay loved being a housewife, and she especially loved raising their two sons. But there was tension and fighting between her and Tom. After they'd been married for only a few years, it got even worse. Tom was sitting on the couch, and he was absolutely furious with me. And for the first time in my life, he hit me. 
and I reach up and uh, wipe my nose and see the blood. And I just looked at him and I said, that's it. It's over. Kay took the kids and separated from Tom, but moving away did not fix all of her problems. When I left Tom and moved into the uh, condo that I, I rented, I stood in the middle of the condo, and I lifted my fist, and I shook my fist in the face of God, and I said, to hell with you, God. I'm going to find someone to love me. I want to be loved whether I'm pretty or ugly, whether I'm sick or well, whether I'm in a good mood or a bad mood. I want somebody that knows all about me <laughs> and still loves me. I didn't know his name was Jesus. Kay was searching for love, and she found it in the wrong person. It began when she had to go to traffic school after a minor car accident. And I met a man there, and he and I became friends. I did never dreamed that he was married. And we ended up having an affair for two years. When I started the uh, affair, I did not know that his wife was pregnant with her sixth child. When I found that out, I didn't even care. Eventually, the man's wife found out that he and Kay were together. And after meeting with her face-to-face, Kay finally came to the realization that what she was doing was wrong. But even after the affair was over, Kay couldn't shake that wrong feeling. I thought, I'm sick with a sickness that nobody can cure because it's not physical. You know, there's no cure for this. It was July 16th, 1963. And I ran upstairs, and I fell down beside my bed, and I cried out. And I said, God, I don't care what you do to me. I don't care if I never see another man as long as I live. I don't care if you paralyze me from the neck down. I don't care what you do to my two boys. If you'll just give me peace. And there on my knees at the age of 29, he gave me his son. And I went down feeling unclean, and I can't explain it to you, but I stood up and I was, I felt like I was a virgin. I felt like I was clean. So with that clean feeling that only comes from a relationship with Jesus, Kay began studying the Bible and learning more about what it means to follow Christ. And she started thinking more about her relationship with Tom. God began to convict me that I needed to go back to my husband. I knew that God hated divorce. And and although I didn't love him, I wanted to be obedient to him. And so I told God, I'll I'll go back to Tom. If you change me, you can change Tom. And then one day they called me and they said, you've got a phone call here and it's from Cleveland, Ohio, and they say it's important. And when I picked up the phone, my father-in-law came on the phone and he was crying and slobbering. And he said, my brain is dead. My great brain is dead. Tom hung himself. And my husband, my 31-year-old husband, who was an engineer and who did everything right, 
had hung himself on the closet door in the apartment where he was living. Kay was devastated. Tom had talked about suicide in the past, but she never expected him to go through with it. She turned to the Bible for wisdom. Kay says God spoke to her through 1 Thessalonians 5.18. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. And I remember saying to the Lord, Lord, I don't understand, but you tell me to give thanks and I will give thanks. And that's what enabled me to get up and to go forward. And that's what I did. Shortly after, Kay decided to move to Tennessee to go to a Bible college there. And after she'd been there a few years, while on Christmas break, Kay felt God speaking to her again. And what she felt was quite a surprise, that God was calling her to marry a missionary from her school. Someone told me that he was single, and I thought, well, that's convenient. (laughs) You know, he was uh, on the continent of South America. He had been in Africa, and now he was in South America. And he was distributing Gospels of John, and they were doing film evangelization. Kay had never met Jack Arthur before, and she didn't even know what he looked like. But the next summer, she just happened to run into Jack at an ice cream store. They talked for a few minutes, and then later, when Jack returned to the States for a longer break from the mission field, he and Kay began dating. And eventually, uh, sitting at the airport in Chattanooga, Tennessee, he asked me to marry him. And I looked at him, and I said, God told me I was going to marry you 11 months ago. (laughs) He says, I never had a chance, did I? And no, he didn't have a chance. So uh, that's how I met Jack Arthur. And Kay followed her new husband, Jack, back out into the mission field. We ended up going to Mexico, and we were in Mexico for three and one-half years. We began holding uh, every week on the weekends an evangelistic meeting in our house, and the kids would come and we'd do some social things, and then I would open the Bible and I would teach them and they would get saved. And then I said to the missionaries, okay, now I need somebody to teach them the Bible because they've gotten saved. And, uh, and nobody volunteered. So I said, well, Lord, I don't know how to do that, but if you'll show me, I'll teach them the Word of God. Kay was determined to teach in a way that went beyond surface level. She discovered something that would later be called the inductive method of Bible study. You know, what does it say? What does it mean? And how am I to live in the light of it, the application of it? And asking the five W's and an H, who and what and when and where and why and how. Kay has used this inductive method of studying the Word ever since. Medical issues eventually forced Kay and Jack to return to the United States, but they didn't keep Kay from still teaching Bible studies to teenagers in Tennessee using the inductive method, and the ministry really took off. We just advertise to the teenagers that I'm teaching in our home, and we say, hey, we're going to have a little vacation Bible school, and it's going to last for a week, and if five of you will promise that you will come... I'll do it for you. And 15 showed up, 
And then the next night, it was 20-some, and we were off and running. And that was the beginning of, of these student Bible studies. Well, then the teens kept growing, and then we needed more places to meet. We, I told them I was going to teach them what the Bible said about sex. <laughs> and so many people showed up at the house, we had to sit in the front lawn. The problem was it was a sloping lawn, and I just took my big blackboard out and put it on the stoop, and it was a small stoop, and put my blackboard up there, and the kids would sit on the ground, and sometimes they'd lose their balance and tumble, you know, because it was a steep hill, but it kind of, you know, they could put their Bible in front of them, and I taught them about that, and so we just took off, so we needed larger places. God opened the doors for Kay and Jack to buy a 32-acre farm as the headquarters for their growing ministry. At the time, it was called Reach Out Ranch. Today, it's called Precept Ministries International. Over the years, the ministry has continued to expand. Kay has written over a hundred books and Bible studies, and she has reached millions of people worldwide through her radio, TV, and online teaching program called Precepts for Life. We're in 185 countries. We're in over 70 languages, teaching people all over the world how to study the Bible for themselves, and it's revolutionary. We have all levels of Bible studies now, and I I can't believe it. I just, you know, it just staggers my mind. And Kay says it's also staggering to look back and see how God was preparing her to work in Christian ministry, even during some of the darkest moments of her life. As you listen to my story, just know this, that the Word of God has all the answers and that God is sovereign and that He is in control and that He loves us with an everlasting love. And the love of God allows us to go through trials and difficulties and hard situations because God's going to use it. God has a bigger plan and and, and we miss that. And so I'm sharing these things so that God might touch your heart and not just hear my story, but hear the, the theology behind the story and, and the work of God and the, and the heart of God. Okay, to review here, Kay Arthur spent the early years of her life in a bad marriage. She separated from her husband and had an affair for two years. And after she surrendered her life to Christ, her husband killed himself. And yet, God has used Kay Arthur to reach millions with the way, the truth, and the life that only comes through a relationship with Jesus Christ. You know, whatever is in your past, God can use you like he's done with Kay. Don't believe the lie that he can't. You can have an impact on the world for the sake of Jesus. Maybe you're in a situation right now that's just like what Kay went through. A bad marriage, separation, an affair, losing a loved one. The answer to your problems and to your pain is Jesus Christ. Surrender your life to Jesus. You can find out more about doing that at this website, findpeacewithgod.net. That's findpeacewithgod.net. 
In just a minute, Kay will rejoin us to share one final thought about her life. You're listening to GPS, God, People, Stories, a production of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Why did God give us sex to begin with? Billy Graham. There's nothing wrong with it of itself. The Bible teaches that marriage is honorable to all. Now, after that early marriage which God performed in the Garden of Eden, and God sanctified sex within marriage, something happened. Sin came. Rebellion against God is called sin. It's a disease. And the Bible says all have sinned. Every one of us are infected with the disease of sin. It affects our relationship to God. It also affects the sexual life. Sex was perverted and began to be used in a way that God never meant. Lust entered. Well, how can a young person today in this sex-filled atmosphere in which we live have victory over this sin? Submit your sex life to God. I don't believe anyone can be a dynamic Christian unless his sex life is totally in God's hands. Give your life to Christ and see what he'll do for you. If you'd like to see all that Christ can do for you, check out findpeacewithgod.net. Kay Arthur, our guest on this episode of GPS, certainly has found peace with God, even with the passing of her husband, Jack, last year. Kay and Jack were married for over 50 years, and towards the end of Jack's life, Kay turned down a lot of speaking engagements to be with Jack and take care of him. Now that he is in heaven, though, Kay says she has been unleashed to share the gospel around the world. So just listen to her itinerary for a trip she's on this month. I will go to Moldova, and then I will go to the Ukraine. And then on the same trip, I will go to Singapore. And from Singapore, I will go to Malaysia. From Malaysia, I will go to the Philippines. From the Philippines, I will go to South Korea. And I will be visiting all the work, and I will be teaching like six hours a day in some places and three hours a day in the other. And I'm 84. (laughs) Isn't that exciting? Pretty exciting indeed. And when you think 84 years old, remarkable. We are thankful to Kay for encouraging us with her story, sharing it with us, and again, thanking her for sharing her complete story with us on this episode of GPS. Before we wrap up here, Phil, we've got news that we're pretty excited about as well. We are excited about this. We're just a few days away from launching the Billy Graham channel on Sirius XM Satellite Radio. It will be permanent, and it will be on Channel 460. You'll be able to hear sermons from Billy Graham 24-7. Now, the channel starts on Monday, August 20th. If you're already a subscriber to SiriusXM, as we said, it's on Channel 460. If you would like to sign up, go to this website, SiriusXM.com slash subscriptions. I'm Phil Fleischman. And I'm Jim Kirkland. Thank you very much for listening to this podcast. And if it has meant something to you, think about your friends and consider sharing it with them. GPS, God, People, Stories, is an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Always good news. You-